0: Hey, Hoagies Garage, take two tonight, Tope. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, so I'm thinking you. This kid, he's out there. People know him. Big social media presence.
1: Yeah, and I got it. I know, think it. My my brother-in-law Ryan Burgers is the one that you know. I've heard of Tanner Holmes, but he's like, hey, you really got to check this guy out. And then it's, hey, he's coming to the Midwest. He's even coming to Houston. So, um, you know, it's pretty cool that brother-in-law gives me. <laughs> Helps me out with yeah. uh, some guys to look into. And <laughs> you know, some guys don't respond on uh, Facebook or stuff like that. So it's it's really cool that uh, Tanner responded and then we had a chance to, well, you talked to him at HUSITS and um, yep. you know, just got his number and that just made things way easier. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited to have him on and I'm still on vacation, just enjoying life, Tobe. Yeah, lucky you. <laughs> I just I got I to accept the keeper in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you just as well, because I'd be rolling it if the shoes were switched. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey, when we come back, we'll have Tanner on. Hey, Toe. You know, every once in a while, I want to go to Knoxville or Pella, and I have troubles finding a place to stay. Do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay?
2: Heck, I'd try the Turn 2 Lodge, bud. It's a house right north of the track. I think you can probably hear the races. You ain't have to leave till the races start. Walk down. If you're in the area, whatever, visiting anything, I'd check out the Turn 2 Lodge. Find it on the Airbnb.
0: We've got Tanner Holmes with us. All the way from the great state of Oregon, he's making his Midwest swing. So, Tanner, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, if you would, please.
3: Back yeah, no, it's actually funny, this is the first time I've done an interview. Uh I'm not at home. I'm not I'm not back in Oregon where I'm from. I'm right now driving through the great state of Missouri. We're on our way to uh Benton Speedway. We're racing down there with the All Stars, uh what would be tomorrow when, when this is being recorded. But uh, you know no, just a, I'm a twenty year old sprint car driver. I run four tens and three sixties. Um, I guess you could say all over the country technically this season. But maybe I have which is uh, you can go take a board and um, luckily you know we're spending here about a month in the midwest just trying to get better try to run but you know uh try to run as many races as possible see new places work on our package work on running places that are are much bigger than what we have at home it's a lot of quarter miles and um you know anywhere anything that fits usually in the parking lots of the tracks we're racing at now uh and <laughs> anywhere like that but uh just happy to be here and you know been doing it a long time i i started I got into racing in 2009 actually my my dad got me an outlaw cart because his buddy well my dad was the the short story is my dad and uh my dad and his buddy were you know working at uh my dad's business and they were, were doing a, a job for a client and basically the guy had some cart stuff and my dad didn't really think anything of it because he wasn't much of a racer just a general race fan at best you know like maybe knew about nascar and that but uh my dad's friend was more involved and he said, "Hey man, maybe you should maybe you should think about you know getting this uh, getting this car this guy has for sale here. This looks cool." And you know, long story short, they they ended up getting the cart. and got some spare stuff and uh, ended up going racing. So that was back in 2009 when I was uh, you know five going on six. And from there, just ended up racing more and more and more. And you know, once it's in your blood, it's in your blood. So once once you run that first race, it, I guarantee there's more to come. And that's kind of how it worked for us. And just every season, we gradually moved up.
0: That's that's so, awesome. now, on the drive over, I believe it's you and your mom and dad because I met them and I met your sister. I believe it is. Yep. And then, so is there another gentleman that made the trip with you then too? Or
3: yeah, yeah, we uh, so there's yeah, there's my mom and dad. There's Carly. There's our tire, uh, our tire, and other crew guy Skylar. So he's been helping. So it's been us five. And then uh, we just picked up like this weekend, and we just uh, my girlfriend just showed up, so she's here. So we picked her up, and then later on, my older sister's gonna be here later on in the trip, just for like Knoxville Nationals and whatnot. So we're kind of picking people up as we go, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been great so far. We've got to run five shows, um, you know, seen a couple di- seen a couple new places, saw Houston for the first time, saw Rock Rapids for the first time, but uh, got some more laps at Knoxville, which we've we've really struggled there, but that's just that's just part of it i kind of knew going into this trip that there's you know there's obviously going to be highs and lows and you just you just kind of take things where they go but got thrown with the all-stars at 34 too that was that was fun i felt like we were actually decent there our result didn't really show anything special but like you know we we, uh we unloaded really well but it it just you know just every night you kind of take it one at a time and these place you know going places for the first time is really difficult but it's all in, um, it, you know, I think this year we have a really good baseline that we're able to, you know, unless the place is massive, like in Knoxville or something like that, like anywhere that's around a three-eighths or smaller, uh, like at UCI or whatnot, like, you know, we unload really well, I think, uh, for, for traveling and, and being one of the new guys in town.
1: Well, you, sure. you wouldn't be the first one to struggle a little bit at Knoxville. I mean, that's...
3: Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> it's, it's a tough joint. I mean, and like I said, it, it goes back to a lot of not having laps on anything like that and And also even like our our car, our package is so much different than last time I was in the Midwest. So like, we don't even have a a lot of great notes to go off of. So it's almost like feels like a, you know, a a restart. And, And then, like I said, there's nothing at home that I can even compare it to, you know? So it's just, it's just, it's a huge combination of, I actually feel like I'm a little bit more up to speed than my car. It's just getting, getting the car to where I can drive it and, um, and, and have a shot. So we're just really working yep. on on that more than anything, and I think once that gets up to speed, then I'll be able to learn more as well.
0: So, but I have to ask, Ben, you talk about being in Rock Rapids, did your mother share any of her sweet corn with you?
3: Yes, it was it was amazing. Okay. Yeah, dude. Okay. Gonna, okay, going to Rocky was really cool. That place is uh is unique. Um, what a neat little town. Reminds me of my hometown because I I you know live in the same situation, twenty five hundred people, um, and just you know like very you know a lot of people know each other and. It's just you know, uh, we don't have a dirt track in town. That would have been even better, but you know, <laughs> it's neat that you just rip over to the dirt track and and, and uh, they you know they race all the time and to have an, a fair race like that too, where just packed, good car count between every division, good good solid show. Uh, I mean, not a lot more you can ask for for a Tuesday night, you know, in the middle of Iowa.
0: That's no right. no it went really well i thought too so i just didn't know if i'd have to get some more sweet corn if your mother didn't like it i could bring some sunday or something to the houston's so i think you're planning on coming but
3: yeah, that was that was awesome we <laughs> we, uh, we had a good time like i said the people in rocky and and everywhere on the trip have treated us really well uh, we're obviously a long ways from home and we're getting some new experiences and trying new places and it's it's been good
1: you bet so where do you all uh race out on the west coast
3: so we run a lot of different tracks. My, my home track that's really close is Southern Oregon Speedway. It's about 25 minutes from the house. We run there a lot. Uh, we run Cottage Grove, uh, Douglas County Dirt Track. We hit Willamette here and there. Um, and some of the more notables in, in uh, Washington are Skagit and Grace Harbor. So those are kind of our pickings north of us. And then if we head south, we're like Silver Dollar, Placerville, Hanford, Tulare are the main tracks we hit every once in a while we'll get to ocean it's just tough there's a there's a lot of track it's it's a lot of traveling to get everywhere which is fine but uh you know a lot of places run on top of each other and you know you see you kind of just go off of out west you know what the weather looks like what the payouts are we try to run 410 stuff over 360 if we have the option try to run 410 stuff as much as possible because there's just not as much of it so when they are racing you try to take advantage um but it's good you know i mean i think i i will i've always i've died on the hill i think the west coast has really really good competition a lot of it doesn't get probably the fair yeah. recognition as the guys in the midwest uh i just think there's a lot of really good racers out there and that's just kind of how it goes but um you know glad glad that i ran out there i do want to get to the midwest more but at the west coast driving style that you kind of have to develop of just driving really really hard and um, I feel like uncomfortable is is valuable. Um, it takes others some, it took me like a little longer to, to get to that point because that's just never the driver I was even before I got into sprint cars. But West Coast has some wheelmen, and, um, and I think we've obviously seen a lot of them come out, come out this way and, uh, you know, adapt well.
0: Yeah. Oh, we try to watch them whenever we can, but I'm getting too old to stay up that late. We need yeah, to get more yeah. afternoon shows in California and on the West yeah. Coast. <laughs> the West
3: Coast is really bad for that. They, they run the show go so late anyway so yeah I mean you have to be you have to be a trooper to watch from you yeah. or you just got
0: to watch them the next day on the replay can, <laughs> yeah but. pretty much
3: pretty and,
1: much and we have uh we we I mean we're a very very small sponsor but uh Sean Quinn and Chase Johnson uh we sponsor them oh, yeah. out in California uh with our heroes dreams and stuff I mean they it's really fun getting to know Sean and Chase and Tyler out there
3: yeah, no, they, they're doing some really cool stuff. And we run against them regularly, 410 and 360. Um, yeah, just in general, like I said, I mean, a lot of really good, you know, I mean, they're a strong team in the 360 class and the 410 stuff when they, or, you know, when Chase runs his own car. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, by the time you go from Skagit all the way down to, to Larry, you know, that's north, as far north as you go and about as far south as you go. There's, there's, some, there's some solid tracks there's a decent amount of tracks um it, it's just it's just a little bit of a different world i think uh, just you know we have a little bit more rules and and some stuff that we have to deal with and abide by and where the tracks are i don't think we have that many facilities compared to what i see up here and maybe less fans too in general just because like i said it's a different world i don't know what it is but um that's what's refreshing about being in the midwest and seeing a lot of people that really do love racing and, and kids that are involved and stuff i think like i said at home it's just really about trying to get more people involved and kids excited to race. I don't know if there's just way more way more stuff to do or more options in life or something, but you know, trying to get as many people to dirt tracks out, out west, I think, is what, you know, we're kind of more up against and trying to you know, obviously because no fans, it's hard to do bigger things, you know, for big events and just growing it all as a whole.
0: There you go. So, um now this I believe this is your second time to the Midwest. Were you not here like a couple of years ago, maybe?
3: Yeah, here and there. So I've actually, so I came out in 2020. Uh, yeah, I made one, I ran eight races. I ran um, ASCS Speed Week, the COVID year, because I wanted to, we wanted to go run. We ran a bunch of races that year. And then in 2021, we were really crazy. We went and ran Ohio Speed Week, went back home and then drove back uh, because there was a bunch <laughs> of at home, and then drove back for a couple of, like, you know, like two different, two, three, two to three week stints. So those were the three trips I've been out here. And I guess okay. Or I was supposed to come last year, but then Carly broke her back, and and I had a couple crashes that were bad timing to where like we were just low on equipment, and it just didn't work out. So
0: yeah, and you don't want to drive out this far and be short on equipment just in case something bad would happen. Yeah,
3: oh, you only you know these guys out here are the best of the best, and you know you only want to we only want to come out here if we think that we you know we have we're ready and prepared, and I feel like this year we were and. We came off a really strong stint, um, with the 410 stuff, uh, leading into like our dirt cup, which is our big race, the 62,000 to win show. We ran fifth at that. We ran, I mean, shoot, we ran like top, we almost won a night of dirt cup. I mean, we ran top five every night of that and then ran well at the 410 speed week. So it's just, uh, it's been a building year. I think every year is, but I, you know, I think we've done well. Our 360 programs good. we don't get to run the 360. Maybe we've ran the 410 more this year than it and probably ever almost. So, uh, you know, every time we run the 360, I think it kind of shows where we're at. we run well, even like go to a Rock Rapids place. we never been yeah. dancing, um, You know, one, four times back home. So just, just trying to keep you know standing on the gas and, and trying to get as good results as we can. <laughs> you
1: hey Tanner, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Sounds good. Fulkins
2: Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since 1979 call TRIM at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call TRIM at 800-831-8553. And thank you fellas for being part of our show.
0: Yep. All right, we're back at the garage with Tanner. So um, Tanner, not all drivers are great on social media, but y- you post videos like daily, almost. I mean, you're always talking about the races, where you are, how you're doing. Um, what got you all started with that? And I mean, it seems to be going really well. But how is it going for you?
3: Yeah, I mean, things are things are great. Uh, you know, I've been I've been posting and doing social media uh, since 2016. I started September, beginning of September 2016. I posted my first video, and I got into it. But just it was actually an idea that my mom kind of gave me. Like, hey, maybe you should try something, and I was watching, you know, watching people on YouTube, and, and just any, any platform, but mainly YouTube, and I don't even think it was that big at the time, but it, it was not far away from exploding, and I did not know that, uh, so I started, just, you know, my God, I, I just took the snap and I saw these other people that I always watched, you know, do make their videos, and doing other things, like, I, I watched some other people that I um, yeah. came across, he was really, um, he was a really talented, like a
1: flipper, like you would do chromatic things, and stuff. And like I said, I was never. Tanner, hold on one
3: second. Do you okay. hear me, Tanner? Yep, I can hear you. All right,
1: just wait one second. We'll see if it clears up just a little bit. Okay. And we'll have to start back with who you followed. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's try it now once. Okay. Oh, just wait. <laughs> we'll fill in a little bit of time here. Tanner's traveling to his next race. So uh, we knew we could have, you know, some a little bit of bad areas and stuff like that. So um, we'll, we'll just give this a second or two here and and see if it gets a little bit better for us here. So how's it now, Tanner?
3: You guys got me?
1: Yeah, that's a little bit better. Let's try it.
3: I... <laughs> I found some, you know, people that I watched on, on YouTube, and I love their, uh, I, I love having their videos, and I found this one that was, you know, acrobatics, and I was like, dude but I came across this video, and I am like, this is, massive, this is, like, crazy. Oh. Uh-oh,
1: did we lose him all together?
3: <laughs> Got me?
1: There, that's, that sounded good. Are you still there?
3: Got me? Yeah, I'm here.
1: I'm here. <laughs> I <laughs> gotta love
0: traveling in the phones you know, you're <laughs> supposed to have nationwide coverage with certain phones but i don't see it
3: <laughs> oh. Yo. so no i i found a bunch of people that i you know had followed at the time and i just watched their format on how they did things and i kind of just tried to you know, like I, th- these guys were doing interesting things that I was never even a fan of. Like I, I followed this guy that, um, you know, did acrobatics and flips and stuff on trampolines. And I, so I'm like, Oh shoot, I really you know, caught on to this and I had no interest. I wonder if someone would watch my races and catch on and be like, Oh, this is great. Like you don't have to be a fan of racing to think what I'm doing is cool. So that's where I got the idea. And I'm like, if this actually, you know, over time did well, this could be, uh, I mean, I could be a YouTuber or something, you know what I mean? So oh, that's yeah. where the, the idea started. And and from there, I just, you know, after I started doing it, and then especially all the way up, you know, I hit, you know, I'm, I'm at the, shoot, I guess I'll be at seven years, I think, uh, this, in this September. But I, you know, honestly, as of like a year or two ago, I don't really know of another way I would try to be a race car driver and, and do it. I, I don't think I could ever see myself just being a racer and not trying to promote myself on social media and whatnot. I just think that, it's such a missed opportunity a lot of guys don't and i'm not saying they have to all, you know i make videos or this or that but um you know the world nowadays is just changing so much and i think i just you know i was fortunate i caught it at a good time where started making videos and they did they did well and it, you know it's a slow progression i by no means blew up or anything like that you know people always ask me you know that like oh my gosh you blew up or something but that to me that's not how it was it, it was very <laughs> slow and a lot of hours and a lot of grind but i love it and um I think it's also, it, it's like an addiction. It's, 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 it's just like racing. You do it and it's like, it's in your blood and um, you know, now it's, it's awesome. You know, we, we post a lot, a lot of content and it's mainly just myself doing it. And I have a little bit of help here and there from some people around me, but uh, I love it. And, and I just want to keep growing what I'm doing and use it to benefit my race team as much as possible. So we can be a race team as long as we can. I, and I think how we do things is, is a little unique and, but I enjoy
1: it. And I think it's, uh, you know, has a chance to, to be something really big if, if we just keep working work in that direction. Yeah, so Daily oh. Dirt, Justin, uh, is it Fiedler? Um, yeah, yeah. He, he kind of talked about people's, you know, about sprint car drivers are not very good at keeping their websites up and stuff like that on what tracks they're going to and all those things. Yeah. He said, you know, late model guys and stuff like that are way better um, at doing that stuff, but you're you're definitely one of the opposite. I mean you um, you know it, just knowing that you were coming and actually my uh, Brother-in-law told me that you were coming to the Midwest and I should reach out and stuff like that Ryan burgers, but uh, um, You know once you start following your page I mean it, it you tell us everything and I absolutely love that I mean, I know it takes time and everything else, but as a fan of racing that that is absolutely outstanding at what you do
3: thank you no and and yeah and i think for the most part like like i said i don't know why more drivers don't take advantage of social media it's really you know people would say coming this from me or whatever but it's really not that difficult to even just make some posts you know here and there on their facebook page and you know, pr- promote themselves as a driver. At least, like you said, just—I mean, how hard is it to post where you're racing? That you know, on Wednesday to post that. Hey, Saturday we're going to be at Knoxville, and like, come see us and come watch my my 18 car or whatever. You know, what I mean, so it's really not that much. And and I, I, like I said, I think that if more drivers did it, it would help grow the sport. Uh, basically, how I look at social media is every time you hit the post button, it's just an at bat. You just stand at the plate and you're trying to hit a ball as yeah. far as you can, right? I mean, that's all it really is. So. You know, and, and like I said, nowadays, it really doesn't take that much time to, to do, um, you know, to, just to do a little bit. And I think, like I said, a lot of drivers would, would benefit. And, and it could also lead to, you know, you know, it's not easy in the sport, I guess, like if it's a dirt racer, these professional guys, obviously, to be a professional race car driver and try to make money doing it or, you know, have good sponsors or have good rides. But it's really hard to do all that stuff, I think, too, if no one knows who you are and no one, um, people don't, you know, people don't come to the races to watch and stuff like that. So I just think in general dirt racing is kind of getting ready to go through this period where things are changing. And I mean, just because the world's changing and stuff. So it's definitely going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting I think is what drivers try to pick up more on that and, and how much it could really benefit them like even the top guys you know we see here and there are starting to try to do more stuff or have someone yeah. running social which is great too I mean it does, however it's done but it, it just helps build their brands and uh, you know like I said and overall to win because it brings more people to the track for, for all of us
0: that. Yeah, So well, going back to your social media, the wife just pointed this out to me, Again, I saw it earlier, but you had a post, I think, just on Facebook asking if you could own a track, what track would it be? You're asking the people. Yeah. yeah. So if, if, well, personally, I don't want to own one. I like to go to the track and go home and not have to worry about all the responsibilities. But if, if you could own a track, we'll ask you then, if you could own a track, which one would you want to own?
3: That's, you know, that, that's a good one. So I, I love this question because, you know, for me, I don't probably have a specific track. If I had to say one, I would probably, and, like, you know, and and, and everyone around me would tell tells me the same thing you just said. Tanner, you do not want to own track. It is. <laughs> it's a, like, thankless God. Um, So, yeah, I, I you know, I probably would own, like, back home, my home track, Southern Oregon Speedway just because I love it. I have... I have this weird, you know, everyone I think is so attached to certain places. To me, I'm so attached to it because I just, I get that same feeling. Like I was rolling in there like I'm five years old, rolling into the dirt track, even when now I'm, I'm 20. So for me, something like that. But but in general, if I could just pick a place, I'd like to own somewhere that was run down or not a good facility and try to turn it around into something great. There's something cool sure. about that. Nice. On, in my opinion, you know, like these places that at one point were great and maybe you know got abandoned and now they're back to what they were or just anything like that so to me i think it would just be cool to build the track up from nothing that was maybe a simple facility and try to turn it into something like a knoxville or an eldora over time Just, i'm just the type of person that i kind of i like that as that progression and I would be in for a longer run, long-term deal. But uh, there's a lot of cool places. I mean, if I could just pick like a top name, like I mean, who would not want to own the Biggie? I think Eldora would be about as, good as big <laughs> You know, I mean, you got the million, you got the dream, you got you got sprinklers, you know? light models, modified, You got everything you need. So anything like that would just be uh, cool. But you know, as much as like I said, it, it's a job that you know most people tell you you don't want. I could still see myself one day potentially owning a racetrack and uh, at least giving it a shot. Try to see, try to see uh, the sport from a a totally different vantage point
1: that's right yeah yeah absolutely absolutely Absolutely. so so what's your goals when it comes to racing uh you know look five ten years down the road what where where do you hope you're at or what do you hope you're
3: doing i mean if i could I i would love to just keep doing what i'm doing now um you know i you know i think a lot of people want to get a big time ride and stuff like that but if i could you know work on the the sponsorships and having the partners and the people behind me and, and keep doing what we're doing to be able to just, you know, own our own team. And, you know, I would take more, a little bit more, uh, over than what I do now and, and to where I could be a, a full-time owner and driver, more like a Brian Brown situation. And maybe not even necessarily chase the national tour. Maybe it's running Knoxville weekly a little bit and then chasing outlaw races or more of a Rico, just something like that. I think that's, in my opinion, that's the dream. And, um, just building up, you know, like I said, uh, my partners, my partnerships I have and, and then also, you know, really trying to solidify um, a, a good full-time crew chief and some crew guys around me too, to where I, you know I don't have as much of that workload because uh, obviously it's really hard to beat. These, it's really hard to beat these guys. So these guys got good help as well. They're not just good drivers behind the wheel. So for me, it's just like building all those relationships and all the aspects of the team to where my team can be, you know, one of the top guys. You know, be a be a top be a top team basically. And and then also maybe not have to commit to a series. You know, I I don't mm-hmm. I think. Outlaw would be awesome, but don't get me wrong. But it is a grueling schedule, and man, it's it's tough, especially if you know you have to go to all those races no matter what, and you don't yeah. have the don't have the freedom, you know, to to go some places. You know, like for me, like if I had a, an awesome team and maybe I was running out west or midwest, and then I all of a sudden I wanted to go back home and run the Dirt Cup, which is you know a sixty-two thousand dollar payday this year, you know, and it's a yeah. lot of just more regional guys. Like you know, I want to have the freedom to do that, but still be able to race in the midwest type deal so i just got to work on you know work there's a lot of there's a lot of what it would take to get there but i think in general we we got some time and want to work on myself as a driver it's not an easy sport and we just you know we're just we're just giving it the best we you know the best we can right now for what we have and um you know we're we're having a blast doing it
0: yeah so um what what are your plans going forward from here i mean it looks like you race for the next five days according to your media posts and whatnot, and I'm sure you're here, I mean, I asked you, so you're here through the Knoxville Nationals, you're doing both of them, so, um, after that, then what you're planning, going back home for a while, or?
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll be back home for the rest of the season, um, uh, because, you know, for us, things get busy out there, so we'll run, you know, all that Knoxville stuff, and then, um, I think there, there's, a, there's a 360 speed week that we might hit some nights on, uh, once we get back at the end of August, and Carly's gonna run a little bit, and then, I mean, I mean things don't slow down the first August 31st through the first week of September the Outlaws roll through Skagit, Grays Harbor and then down to Gold Cup so we'll have let's see seven nights of racing there seven nights in about you know a solid week and a half so we'll have a lot of shows and then uh and then I think there's another Outlaw weekend down in California after that so three weeks of the Outlaws and then and then it then after that it does wind down the weather starts to pick up the Northwest don't really have many more shows and then uh, we have this Trophy Cup, Trophy Cup, the big race at Tulare, which is like I can think, to the win is you know twenty something thousand dollars, really big show. So we'll go down there for uh, we'll go down there for Trophy Cup at the end of October, and, and then just kind of slow down for the winter. We usually typically run carts in the winter time, so I'm sure we'll we'll have a solid cart schedule. But at the same time, I'm really you know this year I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure exactly what or how many shows I'm running for that yet, and just really focusing on my supercar program
1: you bet.
0: so Ooh. the carts and i guess being you're saying wintertime i'm assuming you got indoor tracks to run the carts at
3: or yeah we have a lot of indoor stuff we have this place called red bluff uh, which is three hours south of where i live which is kind of like the the birthplace of outlaw karts really good competition that's what i grew up racing and luckily i have a really good opportunity i drive for factory qrc um, one of the big manufacturers uh, the biggest manufacturer i should, I should say for karts uh, so i i drove for them for the last five years and um, those guys are like family to me so they're a big reason why i do it um you know jimmy ellich who owns the company um, ex nascar crew chief and now owns qrc and he's like a second dad to me so he's he's been he's given me a lot of great opportunities to drive his car so i'll, I'll drive for him again and um, and then also there's another car track a little bit north of me uh roseburg which one of my partners fast 4 media who supports my car and longtime friend kyler shaw he own, or he's now taking over the management role of that track so we're going to try to support him too as he's you know they're trying to grow the karting scene which to me means a lot i know some people say tanner you know why would you not focus on your sprint car stuff more and you know luckily in the winter time we don't have anything really going on but i try to support the kart stuff because i believe that's the next generation you know without kart racing or without these younger kid divisions like we're never going to have any drivers flooding into all these upper yep, It's gonna yep. modified wingless, late models hornets Whatever it may be, you know, I mean, if we don't have kids getting, like I said, it goes back to the kids getting involved. So it's really important to me that 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 is successful. And we got good people in the hands of the sport, basically, because those are the, those are the people building up the next generation that are, you know, going to be the wheelmen that we that we watch, you know, the next 20, 30, 40 years.
0: Yeah, you don't find very many racers out there that'll tell you that they just jumped into a sprint car. You know, vast majority of them are you know they start out in the quarter midget or the go karts or something and then move up from there. So, yeah, that's yeah. a good that's a that's a that's a good thing to be part of. I ain't, I'll I'll give you definitely some credit for that. So, so for sure. now.
1: Hey. Be, before we get into uh, some of our rapid fire questions, um, who who are all your sponsors? We like to let you get those all out there.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, I should give a big shout-out to all the people, like I said, I'm traveling with my family. Is We are uh, we ride or die together. Um, like I said, we do it a little different than than, than all the teams, and, and, I'm, and I'm really, you know, really thankful that those guys support what I do. Uh, to list off all the guys on the car, we have a chain-to-wall trucking, RTR Diesel Performance, a Carson Oil, Next Gen Def, Lafarge, Pitstop Stop USA, ABC Powder Coating. Uh, we have and ball trucking champion car wash d-ray designs land and transport full sin racing uh, fast Four media i mentioned we also have canopy country earth environmental uh, i think that i think that covers all of them a lot of great people that help us out and and then i mean of course all my all my awesome fans that watch this it's it's really it's really cool that we you know have a community that follows what we do and we're just trying to bring them along with us for the journey whether that be the highs or the lows the Unfortunately, this sport it, it looks really glorious and it is, man. It's as good as it gets. But uh, there's a uh, you know there's a lot of tough nights, so it's it's really cool <laughs> to have all these people that are ride ride or die with us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get into well, these we'll, rapid fire questions. What uh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream?
3: Ooh, I, I, you can't go wrong with a soft serve cone, twist chocolate and vanilla. I mean, like. Oh. I I know everyone. And yeah, that's as good as it gets.
0: <laughs> yeah, should have got you one of them while you were in Rock Rapids too. They got really good ones at the drive-in in town here. I, I know, that's what I hear. So, um, cat or a
1: dog person? Dog. Uh, do you have any hobbies other than racing?
3: Shoot, uh, I I really, <laughs> I really do not. I mean, I honestly, this sounds dumb. But I just love going. I, at the end of the day, if we just go out to a nice, solid dinner, that's great. I just love going out to eat. I love trying new places.
0: There you go. Well, that'll make a good... That'll
3: be a good one for a question later on, then. Um, yeah. How about a favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh, I, you can't go wrong with the classic uh, Sandlot.
1: Sandlot. Oh, no,
3: no, that, that is a good one, ain't it? You're killing me, Smalls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a snow <laughs> or rain guy?
0: Ooh, uh, rain. Okay. Okay, if you were going to be stranded on an island, um, what album or what type of music would you have to have along to listen to
3: oh um just you know probably just some good country music just something
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i had to laugh at that because bud don't like country music i like country yeah. music and i was really concerned with the younger you you know being
1: told that maybe you weren't gonna do the country for bud but that's perfect yeah, yeah. i swear about <laughs> 80% of uh, race car drivers, at least the ones we talk to, like country, I don't know why, but.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you just can't go wrong. It's just, it's just, it's just, you know, it, it's great.
1: How does country uh, get you pumped up to race a race car for crying out loud?
3: Yeah, <laughs> no kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, what's, oh. your, what's your favorite place to go out to eat? You said you like, I, I believe you oh. said Chinese, but what's your favorite place?
3: Shoot, well, I mean, this is super basic. I'm from out west, so I mean, I love me some In-N-Out. It doesn't matter if it's before the races, after the races, In-N-Out Burger is as good as like that's 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 your basic fast food, but that is uh that's really good at home. Either that or some Chick-fil-A.
0: There you go. I like them both. Okay. We do have we, we do have Chick-fil-A around here. I've never been to an In-N-Out Burger.
3: Yeah. In-N-Out's really. Good. I mean, I don't know. It's you're either on the spectrum of it's the greatest thing ever or it's so overrated. But there's no in between. That's usually how everyone out. <laughs> Or they just say, "Oh, what Whataburger, a burger's better." But I've had Whataburger; it's not very
1: good. No, I, <laughs> I agree. My son told me to try that. And I, I'm no In and Outs a hundred times better. Good.
0: good. Yeah, like I said, I don't leave the I don't leave the Midwest off enough to get to all them fancy places you guys <laughs> go to. So, yeah. um, how about a favorite holiday, Tanner? Oh,
3: I, I I like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's good because we usually eat really good food. Yeah. Well, what oh, app on see, your phone it, do
1: you use the most?
3: What was that?
1: What app on your phone do you use the most?
3: Definitely the camera.
1: There you go.
0: <laughs> That's true. A lot of a lot of videos made on that thing. So, um, how many speeding tickets have you gotten in your short life?
3: Never gotten a speeding ticket. Never oh, got knock a on wood t- somewhere. Accident. Yeah, hit something hard. I just got my first pulled over for the first time in Knoxville riding a quad that I got a written warning for driving a vehicle without insurance, my quad on the road.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so let's ask you this. You know, since you're a race car driver, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway or at least been in the front seat Um and didn't get caught?
3: Uh, probably 100.
1: Oh, well, that's okay. not, that's not, not bad. too bad. Nope. Not, not even close to our record,
3: no, so... No, nah, not bad, not bad.
0: Um, and being you're under 21, we're going to ask you, what what's your favorite thing to drink? What's your go-to refreshment?
3: I just love Gatorade. Gatorade's big. All
0: right. Particular flavor or just all of them?
3: Uh, lemon, lime, or glacier freeze, like the light, light blue. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. That's my two favorite. I drank a lot of lemon lime back when we played softball. Yeah,
3: really good.
1: Um... Our last one, and if there's anything else that we didn't cover that you want to bring up or anything, um, but if money was no object, is there any car or pickup or anything that you've always wished that you had?
3: Oh, uh, there's. You know, I'm actually not a big car person. Uh, when I was looking, there's this one car I, I saw that was, it's called a Kona Seg. It's like one of the fastest cars in the world. It's, uh, I think it's like 2.5 million or something crazy. But it's, yeah, that, other than that, that was always a cool car because of how fast it went. But other than that, I'm, I'm not a car person. I actually, I just drive around like a little Honda Civic that's all beat up.
1: There you go. <laughs> well, then you
0: don't have you to worry about to door dings or nothing.
3: No, it's great. And then if, someone, if someone's on the road, is like I mean, you know, you're not scared to. I mean, obviously, you never want to crash, but I mean, yeah, you just you can just drive. Not you can just drive and not have to worry about nothing, nothing fancy. Just park wherever, Let someone hit your stuff. It's whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: I, that. <laughs> oh. I
1: like that. So, Tanner, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Um, is there anything that um, we didn't bring up or anything that you would want to mention before we let you go?
3: No, just thank you guys. It's cool. Like I said, I mean, I, I you know, I I really live or die on the hill of, uh, you know, more content and stuff, so the fact that you guys are doing a racing podcast is great. So keep up the, the great work, and hopefully I'll be back in, in your guys' area again soon. All
0: right. Well, sound, well you're going to try to be there Sunday, it sounds like, so we'll stop down and say hi.
3: Perfect. Can't wait. Houston, gonna be a blast. All right. We'll see you there. Awesome. Thanks, guys.
2: Bud, when I talk about rapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents? Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars, trailers. To be honest, if it moves,
1: they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move, Tobe. They wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field, and it looks amazing. That
2: is true. I guess they also do hoodies, t-shirts, and hats, and other accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well, you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of wrapping. I don't think that's going to happen, but if you want to give him a call in T-South Dakota, it's Octane, Inc. 605-213-8343. Again, that's 605-213-8343.
1: Hey, Tobe, he's really good. You know, obviously you yeah. can tell... He's used to doing YouTube and he's used to doing videos. He's he's a really good talker. I I really appreciated Tanner there.
0: Yeah, and super nice family. I mean, I visited with his mom and dad quite a bit when they're in Rocky. Probably more than I should have cuz I didn't go home that night and was talking with his mother and super nice people all the way around the whole family
1: is. Yeah. Yeah, and I I I should have brought up cuz I think he said didn't he say his uh, sister broke her back, and I I didn't follow up there. If that was in an accident or what what happened to her? I I believe
0: she got hurt racing. Okay. Yeah. I believe if I if I have my memory bank working as best as it can possibly work, I think she got injured racing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I know she runs sprints out there with him. Does she? Okay. That's what I was gonna ask. But now I'm not
0: sure. I didn't realize he had two either till he said it. So I'm not sure if it's one that's with him got hurt or the one that's coming. So I don't know that. We should have. We always think of these things afterwards.
1: Yeah, gee, told. I guess. It's about time you start doing some research, God dang it.
0: Well, <laughs> I got to remember my research. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, but that's something I can talk to him about Sunday if he shows up. Because, yeah. see, I got to go in the pits early with the old push truck, and then they're not quite so busy maybe. and yeah. I get a chance to visit.
1: Damn it. Guess what? So. Son of a What bug. I forgot to start the dang thing again. Why do we always forget on ending? I don't even know if I got the intro, to be honest. So, that was On the like,
0: YouTube part of it, you mean? Yeah. Oh, did you turn it on now so people can figure out that we screwed up, or you screwed up again?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we maybe do a little bit of an intro just for the YouTube thing here in a second, cause I'm pretty sure I didn't hit record on that, so. <laughs> well, better you than me. God dang it. Gonna have and to... we call I call you the tech guy. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding.
0: All right. But well, anyways, ending Tanner Holmes. Super thankful the kid come on. Best of luck to him for his next three weeks or four weeks, whatever
1: he's going to be around here yet, and the rest of the season. So, you bet. We're out.